Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Good news if you feel like you've been going mad recently, if you feel like you might be suffering schizophrenia or multiple personality disorder. The good news is, yes, you are, but so is everyone else. Today, we are talking about your hour the collective conflicting personality traits that reside inside of us. We know it's be true, of course, because we have wishes, desires, dreams, goals. We have outcomes we want to create, things we want to do, things we know we should do. And obviously there are things that are holding us back and pushing us in other directions. We can be absolutely on our fitness regime one day and then we can be in front of the TV stuffing our face with Haagen-Dazs and pizza the next. Welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration and motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. So I'm guessing you're already aware that there are at least two of you, if not many more of you, residing inside your own head. The reason that you'll have this awareness is exactly what I've just said, because there's goals that you want to achieve. There's things you know you should do. There's things you actually you want to do. There's a life you want to live. There's a way you want to feel. Maybe there's a way you want to look. And yet seemingly your actions, your behaviours, sometimes your thoughts, your entire personality sometimes doesn't align with that outcome. And you're thinking... How can one part of me really want something so much and yet another part of me seemingly either not want it or want something entirely different? Why is it that I want to be fit, I want to be healthy, I want to be someone that chooses the salad option and yet I keep going in and ordering the steak and chips, I keep going in and ordering dessert? Maybe you're completely aligned on your health but within your business, maybe there's a part of you that knows you should be doing more sales, knows you should be putting yourself out there a little bit more on social media, maybe putting yourself out on lives or videos. And there's another part of you that is holding you back. Another part of you that might be in your ear, like the devil and the angel, you know, and the devil's in your ear. No one's going to watch. No one's going to listen. You're not good enough. And then we end up in this place where we just feel completely frustrated. We feel completely trapped. And often we're pushed into a, a decision, maybe a, a default position where we just accept what is. We just accept that this is as good as it's going to be. We just accept that life can't get any better. We just accept that I'm not that kind of person. I'm not the guy that does that. I'm not the woman that achieves that. That's not just, that's just not who I am. That's not in my destiny, maybe. And then we resign ourselves to what we are. And there's a part of us that maybe no longer sits in frustration or tension. Maybe we sit in a little bit of regret, a little bit of remorse. Maybe we feel bad about ourselves. Maybe our self-esteem takes a bit of a negative hit. Just wondering, why aren't we good enough? Why aren't we that kind of a person? Maybe if that becomes too unbearable, too uncomfortable. We then delude ourselves that we never wanted that thing in the first place. We delude ourselves that we are 100% happy exactly as things are. I'm not knocking that, by the way, just the delusional part. And metaphorically, we give up. The other personality, the one that wanted more, wanted different, wanted better, that one just gives up, it gives in, and then the tension's taken away, the battle's off. And at that moment, we feel like we're in a better place. But of course, if we were objective in this, 
we realise that, of course, we're making a huge sacrifice for this sense of relative peace that maybe comes from letting go of a dream, letting go of an ambition, or, as I keep saying, deluding ourselves, pretending it wasn't important to us in the first place. Your dreams, your ambitions, your goals, your vision, it is important. It is important to you. It's important to a part of you. Unfortunately, it just might not be important enough to all of you, or there could be another part of you that has an ulterior motive or has ulterior goals, ulterior dreams and ambitions, or another part of you that is trying to protect you from failure, protect you from the effort, the hard work, whatever it may be. So there are multiple personalities in there, multiple conflicting personalities in each and every single one of us, and much of success in any aspect of life comes from our ability to align those multiple personalities. So instead of having two elements to my personality, one pulling to sit in front of the TV and eat hog and dance and pizza, the other one pulling me down the gym and pulling me to the salad bar, I have one version of myself, one thought in this area, or even if I do have multiple conflicting personalities, they're at least on the same page and they're pulling in the same direction. We all have this, by the way, And to the degree that we can manage this will be the degree that we're able to assert ourselves in a single direction. We're able to be consistent, persistent, to follow through on the actions and the goals that we need to in order to achieve the overall outcome that we want, that we desire. So there's a lot of frustration that comes when we're out of alignment. There's a lot of frustration that comes when there's multiple aspects of our personality that are vying for different agendas, different goals, different outcomes. And of course, that can lead us into this frustration I talk about. And it, of course, as I've already mentioned, damages our self-esteem because we just feel like there's something wrong with us. And the real message of this, you know, I'm going to talk about what we can do about it. But the real message of this episode is it's okay, right? It's okay. You're not broken. You're not flawed. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not getting insane. You're not mad. I'm not diagnosing you weekly. I'm not undiagnosing you. If you feel there is something substantially wrong with you, definitely go and see your doctor or psychiatrist. But I'm just going to share with you, this is something that we all have in common, myself included, and everybody else listening to this podcast. And guess what? Everybody else in your frame of reference, they all have this going on. Some people are really aware of this. Other people are completely oblivious to this. This multiple personality disorder that exists within all of us really came to light for me, really shone itself to me. Not just the fact that what I already knew, which is, you know, some of me wanted one result and a part of me wanted a different result or a part of me wanted one result and another part of me was scared of that or scared of the commitment, scared of the amount of effort. I was aware of all these sorts of things. But actually going back many, many years, I had a client that he in his own definition of himself, said he's like a schizophrenic. Now, he wasn't clinically a schizophrenic. And of course, I'm well aware that schizophrenia is not the same as multiple personality disorder. It's a common mistake that many of us make. But that's how he referred to himself. And we were talking about these, you know, push me, pull me kind of uh, forces that play out within us, you know. He was talking about, you know, what he was trying to do and the goals that he was trying to achieve and what he was trying to do in his own personal life and things that were getting in the way of that and how, you know, he was already self-aware and realised that he was the biggest factor in that. And, you know, we were having the usual coaching conversations like we do, you know, push me, pull me kind of forces and stuff like that and fears and doubts and et cetera, et cetera. And it was him actually that, that came up with this whole notion that he could see these two incredibly differing personalities within himself. And he could see how one of them was like, just this absolute, you know, supreme human being, you know, that could achieve incredible results and do amazing things. 
And there was this other part of him, a darker side of him that was so destructive to himself and everyone else around him. And he could see, because they had this incredible contrast between these personalities, he became very aware of these two personalities. And he could feel that when he was in one personality versus in another personality. Now, I know when you hear this, this does sound like he's clinically got something wrong with him, but I promise you he didn't. He's got going on exactly what I've got going on, exactly what you've got going on. It's just in his situation, it was so dramatic that it became really apparent that it wasn't just a case that there were these different forces that were putting him in one direction and then pushing him in a different direction, but actually that he would take on an entire almost new personality. Again, he was clinically sane, I promise you. What he meant by that was, right, he never lost sight of who he was, right? But it wasn't just a case that he wanted to create this change, but he was scared of it. It wasn't a case that he wanted to do something, but it was a part of him that wanted to do something else. He became aware that actually his entire personality kind of shifted when he was in this other place, this other persona. It wasn't just a case of what he was doing. It was everything from how he saw the world, how he saw himself, how he perceived himself, how he perceived the world around him, how he looked at the goal, how he looked at the outcome. You know, there's one part of him that's called it's the good cop, or you can call it the uh, the angel on his shoulder, would be the one that would tell him that, you know, people are nice and people are great and you should do nice things and this goal was a really good goal, et cetera, et cetera, and you should, you know, take control of your life and health and everything else. And he could see it clear as day. That personality could see the the absolute total clarity of that way of living, of achieving that kind of outcome, that kind of goal. And everything was pure and everything was crystal clear and it felt like it was rooted in truth to him. And then he had this other personality where literally almost the opposite was true. And he would think differently and see himself differently and see the world around him differently. And when I started talking to him about this, I got what was going on for him. You know, I'd done the usual coaching stuff. I'd gone down the path of, you know, self-sabotage and how there's part of us that, you know, wants to be good people, but there's another part of us that feels like people are going to take advantage of us and those two things vie out through our behaviours and stuff like that. But actually, it's more than that. Now, in some areas of life, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as I want to eat chocolate cake, but I want to be slim. And I have these two opposing desires, right, that cancel each other out. Or if one is great in the other one, then one's going to win out over the other one, right? I get that. Sometimes it's as simple as that. However, in bigger areas of our life and in more deep-rooted issues that we have, actually, we can genuinely see the world through different eyes. We can perceive ourselves in a different way. You know, sometimes we can feel like we're unstoppable. Sometimes we can feel strong and we can feel powerful and we can feel courageous. And in other times we can feel the opposite. And I used to talk about this just being triggers and we'd talk about this sort of stuff. But actually, what I really got to understand was that actually it is light. Now, it's not literally like there's multiple personalities sitting inside of you. But what there are is conflicting personality traits. This is more than conflicting thoughts or competing ideas about what you want to achieve in life or what you want to do next in life. This is more about having totally different or conflicting personas within your one overall personality, right? You, the person that's you, you are one person and there are conflicting personas or conflicting personality traits within that. Sticking with the pizza eating and going to the gym or watching TV or haagen or hitting the salad bar, using that as an example, what you can have in the same person is you can have a persona of someone that is this lazy, greedy, fat pig 
And yet you can also find in them this like supreme athlete trying to break out. Sometimes you find someone that is the supreme athlete and there's this greedy fat pig that's trying to break out. And one of these personas is going to be winning at any particular time. One of these personas may actually be winning overall in life and has been for many, many years, maybe even decades. And the way we can recognize that there's multiple personalities inside of us, conflicting personalities, there's these conflicting thoughts, feelings, perceptions and desires and outcomes and goals within us is because actually we want something different in certain areas of life, but we're not doing anything to create that. Or, you know, there's a part of us that desires something that we don't have right now. And therefore, the person who we've been up until this point in time has created the life that we're currently living in. And the fact that we want something more means that actually there's another side to us that needs more, wants more, that desires more than what there is right now. And if that was the dominant personality, if that was the dominant trait, then of course, you'd be out there taking action to go and achieve it. But the reason that we have to work so hard in setting our goals, so hard in staying motivated, staying disciplined, we have to work so hard to get over ourselves, to overcome ourselves, to remove our own self-imposed limitations, our own self-imposed blocks and barriers, our own self-sabotage. The reason that the coaching industry, the self-help industry is so big and so massive is because actually we are aware of this now like never before. We're aware that there's more on offer. We're aware that we can achieve more. We know we can be more. And yet most people sit in frustration because they're not doing what they need to do in order to get that result. Now we can hide that behind all kinds of things. We can hide that behind, well, I don't know how to do that. Or, oh, I haven't got enough time. Or I wasn't born you know, to the right family, or I didn't get the right opportunity. And we can make all these kinds of excuses to why we're not living the life that we want to live. But fundamentally, if you're not taking action towards achieving that goal, but you still want to achieve that goal, then you know you've got conflicting personality traits within you. And the excuses are a personality trait. Now, it could be the one that's trying to hold you back, or it could be another one that's just trying to protect you. So you might have like a a nurse that sits in your head that's constantly trying to tend to your wounds, the wounds of, you know, failure, the wounds of not being good enough or the wounds of whatever else you might be inflicting on yourself. And they might be coming in and protecting you by saying, it's not you, it's not your fault. It's that person, that situation, et cetera, et cetera. And it protects you, you know, protects you from it being your fault, being you that's the problem or you that's getting in the way or you that's not doing it. And of course, that's completely... Uh, self-limiting because whilst I believe where I was born or who I was born to or whatever leg up I didn't get in life is the reason that I'm not achieving what I'm achieved now, then of course, you know, I can't possibly go out and change the situation because it's not mine to change, right? It's tough luck, hard luck. It's just, you know, the way I am, the way I'm built, the way life turned out for me. And of course, at that point, you're completely defeatist and there's nothing in you to go out and fight. So we don't want that one either. That persona doesn't really help us. It might tend to our brow, you know, and it might tend to our wounds, the wounds of maybe just not feeling good enough in this world. But fundamentally, whilst it might protect us in the short term, it doesn't really help us in the long term. So another personality trait you might have in there, you've got this this nursemaid that's looking after you and tending to your emotional needs. And then there's someone else cracking the whip on you. And this person's, you know, keeps hurling abuse at you and 
trying to get you to do more and do faster and abusing you like a drill instructor out of full metal jacket, if you remember the film, you know, just calling you names and lazy and you're useless and whatever. Now, that persona might not hate you any more than the nurse kind of loves you. They're both just playing out their role. And the nurse is trying to tend to the wounds and make you feel better. And the drill sergeant is trying to make you do more, do better, trying to get you off your ass to go out and achieve whatever result. So I want you to think for a moment, you know, there's a dreamer inside you, but there's also the critic inside you. There's a person that wants more success, more wealth, wants to create a bigger business. And there might be someone else in there that thinks that's greedy, selfish, indulgent, somehow vulgar. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we choose a single outcome, a single goal. Now, no one says you have to choose a particular goal. No one says you have to be fitter, slimmer. You have to be more successful. You have to build a business empire. No one says that you have to achieve anything. It's for you to decide what you want your life to look like. But once you've decided in any area of life or all of life what you want to go for, what you want to achieve, then you want to make sure that you're aligned in the attainment of that. And so much of our energy goes into battling ourselves. So we have to coach ourselves. We have to maybe sometimes go and get coached by other people. We might need to go on a deep, dark dive into our very souls in order to find out who we are, what we want to achieve and why we might be sabotaging that or getting in the way of that or not aligned in that. We don't necessarily want to make ourselves wrong for having these different conflicting personality traits. What we want to do is go in and we want to almost like hear them out get their perspective on board, educate them in order to get them on board to align with an overall outcome, an objective. Think about a boardroom or a football team or any kind of collective of people, a family unit. For harmony, you want people to pull in the same direction. If you were rowing a boat, you all want to be on the same stroke. You want to have the same objectives. And it's the same inside our own heads. And we spend so much time and energy and, and even money in trying to get new skills and new abilities. And we avoid the difficult work that maybe we have to do inside our own selves to really understand ourselves, to break ourselves apart and understand why is it there's a part of me that really wants this outcome. There's a part of me that I know I could tap into that could create incredible results. There's a version of me that I know could be spectacular. And yet I can see myself consistently living my life in a substandard way, a mediocre way, in a way that doesn't fill me with pride, doesn't fill me with joy, doesn't give me the rewards in life that I know that I deserve, that I know I could otherwise go out and achieve. The guy in this story, we did get him to manage his multiple personality traits. The way we did it, we got him to really identify with each of these personalities. In fact, he called them different names. It was Hank and Charlie. If you know the film, it's literally about good cop, bad cop. And he called the good cop Hank or Charlie and the bad cop Hank or Charlie based on whatever they were in the film. However, I have to confess, I haven't seen the film. So good cop, bad cop. And we looked at the thoughts of good cop and bad cop and the expression of those thoughts, you know, the emotions, the feelings, the mood. Then we looked at behaviours and actions. Then we also looked at how they perceived the world, saw the world, saw themselves. Then we broke down and looked at the results that one was getting versus the results the other one was getting or would get. And then we started to look at how could you tell you were in the good cop or the bad cop? How could you tell you in Hank or you in Charlie? And once you start to identify that, 
then you can stop yourself going full Hank or full Charlie, whichever one it is you're trying to avoid being. So let's say Hank is the good cop. I can't remember. But if Hank is the good cop, you want to be able to see that Charlie's trying to get in the door, right? Put the foot in the door and maybe starting to slide in. And then they start to take over. But at time, the bad cop is completely 100% taken over and ruling the show. Now there's very little you can do. Because, of course, you have zero awareness in that persona, if you like, that you're being that persona. But whilst you break these different personas down, these thought processes and stuff, you can, whilst both of you are in the mix, you can very clearly see whether you are being Hank or you are being Charlie. Good cop, bad cop. The one that's in alignment with the goals that you want to achieve or the one that's getting in the way or the one that has different objectives within you. And when you start to identify these conflicting traits as their own individual personas, whilst keeping tethered to reality and not losing yourself in those personas, what it does do is it gives you the awareness of who you're being or who you are more like being in any given moment. And what that does do is it enables you to get involved in this process. So when you're sitting in the chair, for example, and you know, you're meant to go to the gym, you're meant to go and eat healthy, but a TV program has just come on, pizza's just a phone call away, and you start to feel yourself, you know, being talked out of going to the gym. You can hear the voice. So if you think I'm crazy talking about these multiple personality traits, you know you have them because you can hear they have different voices. That's another thing you want to become aware of. And you can hear, and you think it's yourself, you know, but basically you can hear the voice of the contradictory conflict in personality trait talking you out of what you'd already decided you were going to do, what you knew was the right thing to do. And you can feel that tension within you. And quite often you'll sit there, you know, oh, I should go, but I can't go. I want to go, but I want to do this. I sh- oh God, I'd- make sense? Drive yourself incredibly insane. Eventually one may or may not win out. You can get involved in that process with extreme awareness of the thought patterns of good cop, and the thought patterns of bad cop, the behaviours of good cop, the behaviours of bad cop, the expressions of their moods, their emotions, the way they perceive the world, think, the way they see themselves, the way they think about themselves, their own self-identity. You can see that actually it's a well-rounded persona, it's a well-rounded conflicting personality. It's not just a thought. It's not just a, I want to go to the gym, but I want to eat pizza. Actually, there's a complex mechanism that makes up an entire personality, an entire different way of being that sits behind these two very conflicting personality traits. And when you get to really know these two people inside your head, sometimes maybe even more, you can start to turn the tide. You can start to deliberately push away those thoughts, push away that perspective. You can look at yourself and say, I hear you. I see you coming. I'm not letting you in. I'm not letting you do that. Just, come on, let's have a pizza. Come on, we can go tomorrow. You think, oh, okay, I know this language. I know this. This isn't me. This isn't me. This is that other guy. This is that other person, right? I know what you want. We know what you want. And this is what we're going to do. So you take control. You take charge. You become a leader in your own life. And then you lead yourself in alignment to where you want to get to. The more, by the way, that you starve out this other personality trait, the more that you live congruently with the goals, objectives and the outcomes that you really want to achieve in life, actually the weaker and the frailer this other personality becomes and you actually start to starve them out. There's that great 
Native American story. You've seen it. I'm sure it's done the rounds. But it's the grandchild goes to his grandfather and says something like, Grandfather, I want to be good. I want to do the right things. But, you know, sometimes I don't. The grandfather turns around and says, there's two wolves in everyone. There's a good wolf and there's a bad wolf. The grandson turns around and he says, but grandfather, how do I make sure that I am the good wolf? And he turns around and says, starve the bad wolf. Now, I have almost certainly, in fact, I know I have completely bastardized that story. I know it's not exactly how it goes down. That's the best I can do off the cuff right now. But the idea is there's two wolves, a good wolf and a bad wolf. And if you want to live more in the good wolf, you just have to starve out the bad wolf. In other words, you have to take energy away from that wolf. The more you're in the good wolf, the stronger the good wolf becomes. The more you're in the bad wolf, the stronger the bad wolf becomes. Now, I'm not saying that one of these personalities is good or bad. That's their story. What I'm talking about here is just conflicting personality traits. In fact, all of the personality traits within you are all trying to get you a positive outcome. Remember I said, the drill sergeant is trying to get you to get off your ass and go out there and achieve something. The little nursemaid is trying to make you feel better about yourself. They're both actually trying to make life better. Does this make sense? One of them or the other one may be better. In this situation, I'll be honest with you, neither are particularly conducive but there'll be another persona in there, almost certainly the one that does take responsibility, the one that is strong in themselves, the one that is a get up and go kind of person, doesn't need to be whipped and beaten and screamed at and shouted at. There's a compassionate person in there, but there's also a person in there, and it could well be the same personality, the one that wants to make you feel good, the one that doesn't want to make you feel bad but they do it in really constructive, positive ways. Rather than just blame it on everybody else, they do it in really constructive ways. Our job is to carve out the singular personality that we want to have in a given area of life. If it's health and fitness, for example, I want to make sure that I bring the best of who I am, maybe cut off and starve the worst of who I am in that area, then maybe bring in some aspects of personality that I don't have right now in order to create an aligned personality with the objective and the goals that I want to achieve. This is not easy, by the way. This is an ongoing project. You know this to be true. Just think of any area of life where maybe you've had this ongoing battle, maybe years, maybe decades, maybe your entire life, and you'll see that this is not an easy battle to win. This is not an easy thing to do, but it is very worthwhile. In fact, it's probably the most worthwhile thing you can do. So much of the energy that we have in trying to move forward is actually fighting ourselves and the part of ourselves that's opposing that moving forward. And therefore, if we stop becoming the hindrance in our own life, we start to gain incredible momentum, we can pick up speed, and we can start to achieve incredible results. You don't have to stop doing what you're doing and go into some massive therapy or take yourself off to the top of the Andes or something and hermit yourself away for 12 months to go and discover yourself. It's an ongoing personal development journey. It goes hand in hand with your entrepreneurial journey, with your fitness journey, health journey, whatever else you have going on in your life. It's just another aspect of life that you want to be consistently developing, consistently working on. And the good news is that nothing pays off more. Nothing pays off better. Nothing rewards you more than that deep work. Nice one. Thank you for listening. Have an awesome week being productive, doing whatever it is that you need to do in order to get the results that you want to get. 
If you want to go and check out what we're doing at Bigger, Brighter, Bolder and specifically our success groups, please do go to www.biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. Whether you are launching your business, whether you're building your business to 100K plus, or if you're already doing over 100K and you want to scale that business to multiple six figures and beyond, then please do check us out because we have roomfuls of ambitious business owners just like you achieving those exact results. Whilst we help business owners with their sales tactics, their strategies, we help them set their goals, we help keep them motivated, a big part of what we do is the kind of work that I'm referring to here. It's not explicit, sometimes it is, but it's in everything that we do. We're trying to shift ourselves to move ourselves from being one type of person and behaving in certain ways and thinking in certain ways and shifting ourselves into becoming better people, better entrepreneurs, better business owners, so that we can go out and create better businesses for us. We can create the business that we want so that we can ultimately create the life that we want to have and have the positive impact in the world that we desire. If that sounds great to you, go and check us out, biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. I'll drop that link in the description below as well as some links to other resources to help you with your ongoing entrepreneurial journey. Have an awesome one. I'll see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.